0: Welcome back to Jay Tennessee's I am your host Jay Suave and I am Jay Reese and it's been a crazy week in the sports world as it has been and we have some stuff to talk about and we're going to get right into it we're in the weekly recap and Jerry's I, I kind of want you to t- take us through here what What would you think about start of the games this week Let, let's start off with the Texans and the Ravens
1: before we start the playoff games go ahead and get into some NBA news because as of tonight as of time of recording Joel and B just dropped 70 points, 18 rebounds, five assists on the Spurs. Like, bro, went insane. I got home from school. I went to go sit down. I looked at the TV. I look at my phone, it's saying, and B scored 70. I'm like, whoa. I was like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, it was good. And before the game, it was Greg Popovich literally saying, We're going to hammer his ass. Yeah. <laughs> that him, did not work at all. Yeah.
1: But, State yeah, State MVP, State MVP, State MVP State probably going to be MVP again this year. Tatum. Huh? Tatum. Bro, get out of State here. State State bro, State not it's,
0: not, it's not my fault that the Celtics are going to win the championship, bro.
1: You're not winning the championship. Embiid's going to win MVP. But all that matters, all that matters is, look, Embiid's probably going to win MVP. Let's be real. But all that matters is, can he show up in the playoffs? Because we know he can win, do good in the regular season. But we need to see what he can do in the playoffs this year. And, if he plays like this throughout the playoffs, then um, it's going to be crazy. I think that the 76ers will have a really good chance at winning the chip. But right now, I'd probably say my favorites are the Clippers.
0: What? I'm
1: I'm, I'm really liking the Clippers right now. I'm not going to lie.
0: Bro, he tripping. Celtics all friend, the way, baby. 20-1 at home. We're about to beat the Mavs tonight, bro. It's over for the league. The way we looking, bro. If we had Emei Udoko on the team, we'd be running. We'd be running stuff.
1: Just like he Come was running around on knee along. But next, uh, other other thing, the Heat on a three-game losing streak.
0: That is crazy. Y'all suck.
1: We just lost to the Magic.
0: <laughs> Bro, last year there was a um, point. I think the Celtics got swept by the Magic last year. And it was so bad because, like, they weren't even that good this year. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics actually, um, it, bro, I don't, I don't know what it was with them, but hey, bro, I mean, y'all, y'all are about to get another L next week too. I mean, later this week, whenever the Celtics play, yeah, y'all.
1: probably. I'm not gonna lie, probably. <clears throat> but our, our team just hasn't been looking good, um, throughout the game. You know, we've been having, having slow starts. Kyle Lowry just got benched, and they're talking about him putting him in a trade package for Terry Rozier from um Charlotte. So. We'll see what happens. That'd be another score. We do need help scoring the ball. So I wouldn't be mad. But, you know, Kyle, Kyle, I think it's Kyle Lowry does good when it's time for the playoffs and everything. And then he'll have Spurs throughout the regular season. So, you know,
0: yeah. yeah, It won't be enough, bro. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, probably.
1: And before we get into the playoff news, let's get, go ahead talk about some of the hirings and firings that happened over the past week. Brian Callahan today you know on my way home he um is all set to be hired by the titans to be their head coach so that's a pretty good call from the titans you know he's a really good oc um a lot of uh Peyton manning had a lot of great things to say about him he did a really good job over there in cincinnati and he should help world love is developed as a quarterback so i think that's a good signing a hiring by the tennessee titans what do you think
0: I'm not the biggest fan of it. I'm just glad that the Panthers beat the allegations. I did not want Brian Callahan <laughs> on this team. Um, I think he kind of got safe from the fact that Burrow was there. Mm-hmm. I know he got injured, and I know that – What what's the backup's negative? again? He, Jake Browning. Yeah, I know Jake Browning didn't do too bad behind hit him as an OC, but at the same time, Jake Browning's still a good quarterback. Like I'm trying trying to develop these guys. Hopefully him trying to go there and develop Will Levis works because Will Levis is a dog. But at least I didn't want him at least coming to Carolina and trying to develop Russian. I don't I didn't think it would work out.
1: Okay. I feel you. I feel you. Um talking about Carolina and the Panthers, Dan Morgan has been hired today to be your new GM. And I know when I told mm-hmm. you that news earlier today, you were not feeling it at all. You were pretty upset. But um Let us know about it. Let us know what was going through your mind when that happened
0: and what your opinions are on this. I mean, for me, it was basically just like – he's been with the organization since 2001. He used to play for us. And for me, this is like – this is Tepper's easiest hire for a GM. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is Tepper just wanting another yes-man running around. And Tepper should be gone too – Especially after the incident with the drink and the fan. You feel me? So, like, just having stuff like that. Tepper has another guy to push around since he's already in the building. He's not going to bring an outside guy into where he'll bring his actually own ideals. And not try to, like, what's it called? How do I say it? Like, combat you. You feel me? I feel you, though. And even though Dan Morgan is, like, hopefully it goes well. Because, I mean, whenever, hell, I can say... Whenever we got a new GM, it was it was one of the years where we got a new GM and then went to the Super Bowl two years later. It was like in twenty thirteen, we got one. But hopefully that's what can happen with Dan Morgan. But he's been in, hopefully since he's been in the organization for this long. He knows what's best for it and doesn't just be a yes man to Tepper. But that's how I feel. I, I'm not too. I'm not too crazy for it. I feel like Tyler Bass yesterday. Whenever he missed the field goal, j- just sitting there like.
1: Come a lot on, of man. missed field goals throughout the weekend, man. Um, I know, last bro. bit of firing, or I mean firing. I mean, Sean Desai, Matt Patricia, both fired. They're out of Philly. Thank God the world is healing. Brian <laughs> Johnson reports today is one hundred is likely not to return to the organization. Um, a bunch of stuff that came out about what troubles between him and Jalen Hurts. So he's not coming back. And the world is healing, man. Philly will be back next year. You already know how we roll Philly, Philly, baby. And hopefully we can get a good OC. We can get someone like Al Harris, you know, the defensive back coach for the Cowboys, or Denard Wilson, um, who was our defensive back coach Denard. last year. <laughs> Who's um the defensive back coach right now for the Baltimore Ravens. Hopefully we can get either of them to be our defensive coordinator. That'd be interesting. We, I saw something earlier about – um. Ron Rivera, I know, like I'm not really too, I'm not high on that at all, but I'm not like gonna say I'm the lowest on it. I feel like he would do better than Sean Desai and Matt Patricia, but you know, it is. uh, We shall see. We shall see what happens in the next couple weeks with who we hire and who else is getting fired from the staff. But yeah, like you said, let's go ahead and get into the um the playoff games that happened this weekend and you were asking me something before I had interrupted you earlier. So I'm going to let you go ahead and say what you had to say.
0: But yeah, I mean, we, we had the Texans and the Ravens and we, we kind of, we knew that the Ravens would win this game, but did we think it would be by a blowout? And it, the final score was 34 to 10, no offensive to touchdown. So without that punt return, it would have been 34 to three. And we've kind of seen this trend with the, um, Baltimore Ravens throughout the whole year. I'm pretty sure, well, like eight of their games they've played teams over 500 during the regular season, and they won all those games. So, and and I know the Ravens are the team to be. I just want, I just want your, I just want your info on this game. How how what did you see? How did it go for you? Um,
1: at halftime, I wasn't really sure what was happening because you know it was mm-hmm. ten to ten, one and a half. So I was, and then um that last drive, you know, they had time for to go down and score a touchdown the Ravens did and I saw I saw um Lamar Jackson get sacked like three times in a row. So I'm over here thinking, oh, it's going to be it's going to be a real close game. It's going to be a tough battle for the Ravens. You no. Know? And then um I didn't really see the second half, but then I I seen that, you know, they had came out Lamar had scored three touchdowns in the second half cuz he had one in the first mm-hmm. half. I was like Jesus, and Lamar's showing you he's not here to play. He said he said um earlier this year, a couple weeks ago, I think he said this is the time for me to win that championship, and we're gonna see that because I think they're gonna win the championship. I'm gonna knock on wood because I don't want to jinx anything, <laughs> but um yeah, I think they look really good. I really do think they're the team to beat, and um I'll talk about the Chiefs a little bit later, um but yeah, I think they're the team to beat right now. Lamar's playing great football. The defense is playing great football, and then. You know they have a great head coach, so I don't see any flaws with this team right now.
0: Yeah, and one of the things I actually noticed with this game, especially coming out into the second half, you you rarely saw it during the season, but Baltimore's pass rush was insane for the Texans at least, too insane. And I'm not talking about Baltimore's pass rush. I'm basically talking about Mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud and his protection. So whenever that front 7 was blitzing him almost every play, you saw CJ Stroud make some nice throws out of some of it, but you also saw him prematurely throw the ball away, scramble out the pocket, try to shut up throw off, no feet and making one, real rookie mistakes. Yeah. It was one of the things that Mike McDonald really was locking in with his defense with. That that's a guy you want to have on your team, Big Mike. But um it was really just a lopsided game. I mean, coming out in the second half, even the Ravens were averaging so many yards per play. I think they outgained them by like 100 yards in the second half too. But I mean, hey, I mean, we're we going to see next week is Lamar really about that. Mm-hmm. And I, I do want to talk about this one. The 49ers and the Green Bay Packers season ended basically off a missed field goal by the rookie. What you think about this, Jerrys.
1: I see shaking your head. Screw the 49ers. They should have lost. <laughs> That's like oh, point man. blank, simple. I can't. They won the game, you know, good for them. Like, can't take anything away from them. But they should have lost. You know, Brock Purdy did not play great football that day. He had two drop interceptions that was one of them went into the crib, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I don't think Brock Purdy played perfect at all. Definitely think people were boosting him after the game saying, look at what he did, look at this. Christian McCaffrey scored scored the last two touchdowns for for y'all. Why aren't y'all boosting Christian McCaffrey? Like, Christian McCaffrey is the reason y'all won that game. Y'all saw the Christian McCaffrey touchdown to bring him up ahead early in the game um, when he ran through the middle for 46 yards. Like, I just think that, especially if they don't have Devo Samuels, but he's likely to play. So I'm not saying they're not going to have him because he's likely to play. But I don't think that um brock purdy is going to succeed against you know a real team i just think that the packs are just too young you know what i'm saying and jordan love and experience you know you saw what he did on the last drive he had two timeouts time yeah he could waste time you know and he threw a cross body rolling to the right pick you know to seal the game mm-hmm. and that's just something you can't do, and that's something he'll learn with experience a little bit more experience. This was his first year starting, get some actual PT into um as a starter. But he looked really good in this game. I'm not gonna lie, but except for those two interceptions, so um should be interesting to see what happens next week against the Lions because you know I did expect the Lions to beat the Bucks, and then they did beat. I didn't expect them, but 31 up on him, You feel me? I thought it was gonna be a little bit closer game. So I thought that was interesting, but it should be an interesting game during the conference championship week.
0: But yeah, from from what I watched during that game, it if you're not really watching the box score, and you cannot tell me that Purdy outplayed Love, like, because Green Bay was two drop picks away from a win. You feel mm-hmm. me? So if they don't drop those picks, and say Purdy has two picks, and I and I don't mean to put like ifs out there. But Love played better than him. And it was literally I, – I don't want to say the defense's fault they lost because they had an opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. But it was just that with that happening, you would have lost. And it, it, it's, just, it's just unfortunate, bro. And Green Bay will definitely be back, especially with them exceeding expectations this year. The NFC is going to be a conference to where, like, we are going to see some games in the next few mm-hmm. years. You feel me? But, I mean – Jordan Love is gonna be back, bro. Baby A Rod. Come on now. And um I'm excited went, for him.
1: They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. Like
0: 40 years. Like, well not not 40 years exactly, but like Jordan Love is gonna be there for a minute. Yeah. So I know we were just talking I know you were just talking about the Lions and the Buccaneers. And before this well, you didn't think this, but I honestly thought they would be playing Dallas in the second round this year. But Green Bay upset them, which had them play the Buccaneers. And I want to talk about Amon Ra because this man is literally the strongest receiver. Like, for his body, mm-hmm. this man is probably the most balanced receiver in the league. And I, I think I talked about this at least like once whenever I did the countdowns for um the NFL season. I was talking about how balanced of a receiver he is. But being able to be the guy that you're connecting with on third down every Mm -hmm. single time, you won't get the ball for the first two plays like ever. It's, bro, like Reynolds scoring the first two Mm titties. Like, what? But then whenever it's crunch time, you know who you're giving the ball to. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a Monroe. And you had Jared Goff. The city of Detroit loves this man. He went 30 of 43, 287 yards and two touchdowns. But this man has just at least exceeded my expectations this year. I know I didn't think he would get carried just because he has some young guys on his team, some rookies on his team. So of course he has to take initiative, but he's definitely exceeded expectations for me. How do you feel about this going into the next week, especially against the Niners?
1: Yeah, I thought the Lions played really well. And um, you saw CJ Garner Johnson talk all that trash before the game. And he Mm -hmm. backed it up with the interception at the very beginning of the game. Threw the ball back to Baker Mayfield, should let him know that he's there. And then um Baker Mayfield threw two interceptions, but Baker Mayfield didn't look bad at all that game. You know, um, I'm not saying he looked great or anything, but he didn't look bad. You know, he looked pretty okay playing that game. You know, he um there was a pretty really good game between the two quarterbacks. Amon Raw, like you said, was an absolute dog. Um, um, what's what's it what's it called? Jameer Gibbs. He had, like, I think I saw him, he had nine carries for 91 yards. Then he had a bunch of rece- – he had 40 receiving yards. Like, that dude – people were saying this was a dumb decision by the Lions, and I thought so too. I thought, why would you draft a running back in the first round when you have other needs that you should address? But they really – They knew found- were
0: finna get rid of Swift. That was crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: But they really found a running back for the future, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, like, because he didn't get as many stab- snaps – as you would want, as you would think a first round would get during the year. But you see, now during the playoffs, he's getting a lot more touches and they're trying to get him more involved because when he has a ball in his hands, he's going to make plays. Right. So he's going to be.
0: You see him stiff arm, Antoine Winfield?
1: I don't think I seen saw
0: it. Bro, oh my God. Like whenever he scored that touchdown in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and I even saw a picture, he was staring at one of the guys taking a picture of him as he was stiff-arming him. And well Winfield was just in the air. Like, you got to see the picture, bro. It was so funny. And I'm like, there's literally no way.
1: Yeah, bro. I think that if they're able to run the ball next week against the Lions, um, the Niners, which I think they will be able to, because you saw Aaron Jones just go be the first 100 rusher against the Niners in mm-hmm. however many games. I think that the Lions have a really good chance of beating the Niners, especially with Sam Laporta. I didn't talk about Sam Laporta. Sam so Laporte isn't like one of the best tight ends in the league already as a rookie. So just seeing him going forward will be incredible. And then He's I know good. you're I know you're you're sick with how the Bucks are looking with Baker Mayfield after you got shaded for him last year. And you know, he played like
0: a yeah, shape. bro. I mean
1: Then Bro can, started can we, playing practice squad D the, D end.
0: <laughs> can you really succeed with Ben McAdoo running your offense? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> but I mean just with that game, so proud of the Lions. We're we're gonna see how they fare their share with the 49ers next week. And I wanna get into this last game, Chiefs and the Bills. And I tried to tell you, Jays, I tried to say it. Mahomes and them are different animals going into the playoffs. And after that first game, whenever they basically whenever they beat the Dolphins by two scores. We we knew like the story for the Bills it had to, they had to be more, but I I couldn't do it, bro. It ain't no Cinderella story over here. <laughs> Mahomes gonna come in and, and run that. You feel me? Yeah. But I mean, I know you can absolutely blame Tyler Bass for the loss, but the Bills made other mistakes in this game too. Like you had Stephon Diggs drop that pass. You I'll say this: Gabe Davis would have caught that. <laughs> Gabe Davis would have caught that pass and Bradley took it to the crib because bro fell. And just, oh my goodness. And James Cook dropping the touchdown in the beginning of the game too. They could have they been up by two scores at the end of the game, but it's little things like that. So mm-hmm. what would you think about it?
1: Yeah, pretty much the same thing you said. You know, I watched um, the first half and the end of the game, but um, I, def- I definitely thought that the – Bills should have won the game. You know, they went into the halftime with the lead. And then Josh Allen didn't play bad football at all that whole game. Josh Allen's played pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then you get these big you get those drops, you know. James Cook, you get the drops from Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs, who's supposed who's one of the best receivers in the league, and he hasn't been showing up in the last few games against the Chiefs. And Bro only had twenty-five receiving yards. Um he had less than twenty-five receiving yards this game. So it's like um they're gonna they're gonna put a lot of the focus on josh allen because they're be like is josh allen good enough is josh Allen good? but stefan diggs had to be better in that situation he just wasn't you know that's a pass that stefan diggs shouldn't be dropping you know he is one of the best receivers in the league he has to come mm-hmm. down with those especially when you're not really being pressured and you have great position on the ball and it goes right off your shoulder pads it's just you know yeah. unacceptable and then tyler bass you know um it's unfortunate he missed a kick you know People are like, you get all this money to kick ball. Well, it's not as easy as you think. Kicking is hard. You know, still, even if you're getting paid all this money, everybody misses kicks. Um, every team that lost this week missed a kick in the game. You know, in, in a crucial situation. So it's like, um, you can't be really. You can be. You can be mad at Tyler Bass, but you know the game shouldn't have been decided by that. And on the last drive, Stefan Diggs was wide open on a drag route on like third and eight, and then um. Josh Allen threw a bomb to uh, Gabe Davis down the field. And yeah. it just, like, th- that's something you don't need to do right th- in that situation, you know?
0: There was a play where it was second and nine, and Josh Allen threw it. They, they they went, I don't know if that was how their thing started, but it was second and nine. And he ended up throwing two passes, like, 20-plus yards. Mm-hmm. And both were drops. And it's like, like bro.
1: Like, I understand you're trying to win. You're trying to play hero ball. But think about the situational football where you need to get the ball. And, you know, Stephon Stephon Diggs had a bunch of room to get the first down on that one play I just described. And then some. You know, he could have got way past the first down. Because Stephon Diggs got the speed. He's great in open field. So it's just, it's just, yes, yes, that Bills should have won. But they shot themselves in the foot. And then the Chiefs will capitalize on those situations most of the time, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um. It was it was still a great game by the Bills. It's going to be interesting to see what that team looks like next next year. We'll talk about that a little bit in another episode. But, um, yeah, congratulations to the Chiefs. Still think they're going to lose to the Ravens. I think Lamar is playing great football right now. The Ravens are playing great football right now. It's going to be a little hard for the Chiefs, especially with that struggling receiving core that they do have.
0: Yeah. That's basically the recap we have on those games right there. And hopefully we'll see some better games next week. I, I know we're getting only two games next week, but hey, we get a crucial games,
1: important games.
0: I mean, and with, with the year coming to a close, almost in about what two, three weeks, we're gonna see a lot of guys start to want to leave their teams. We're gonna see a lot of guys request trades. We're gonna see a lot of guys hit free agency. So. Who are the big stars we're going to see in payday? And I feel like there's going to be definitely some names in here, some guys who got re-signed for a year this year. That had a fantastic year. We have some crazy guys who basically got put on the map this year, like Justin Matabuke, the DT for the Baltimore Ravens, McKinney North legend. And I think he ended up having 13 sacks this year. So, I mean, he, for me, he'll definitely get paid this year. But for you, Jerry's. who are some guys you think are going to be up there getting paid? <laughs> First
1: guy, got to say, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Howie Roseman, make him an eagle for life, okay? Sign him whatever he wants. Give him my soul if you need to. Just keep Devontae Smith in Philadelphia. Bro just broke the receiving guard record for a single game by an Eagles receiver with 148 beating out Jeremy Macklin, who had 146 um he's had three great years i think he just set um set a career record high for him for receiving yards this year mm-hmm. and you see you see the play um how bad his routes are not bad i'm saying like his route tree is right because his routes are really he's a great runner he has great hands for his size he's only missed one game in his entire career as a and everybody said he was his size would be an issue in the nfl he's proving to you that it's not Devonte smith I freaking love you, man. I hope we sign you to however much you want, Um, because if he ever leaves Philadelphia, I don't know if I could handle that thing, man. I'm another star receiver. Carolina. Nah, nah. Hey, you know what? what? Since we're talking about Carolina, I'm gonna talk about a receiver that could go to Carolina because he's in line for a payday and he might not get one with the team he's at right now, and that is T. Higgins. Right? Mm -hmm. T. Higgins is a stud, but the thing is with him, you saw Jamar Chase talk about this earlier that Jamar Chase is going to get paid first and foremost and Jamar Chase can get however much money he wants because he's one of the best receivers in the league that's just how it is that's just how it's going to come down so unfortunately that's going to mean T Higgins is going to get a lot um enough money that he might want you know to stay cuz that's why he came back cuz he thought he was going to get a lot more money and um he's going to he deserves the money so T Higgins is a big name who will get some who will who will get a lot of money i'm not saying he'll get top receiver money but he will get a lot of money. Maybe he he'll deserve some like Christian Kirk type of money. You know what I'm saying? We thought Christian Kirk money was a little over yeah. hot, overpay when he got um signed, but I think that was a good sign. Like looking back at it now, so yeah. looking out at teams like Carolina, maybe Tennessee, where his offensive coordinator is going, you know, teams like that where they do need help at the receiver position, and he would bring a lot of help to those teams.
0: Please come to Carolina, <laughs> please. I need a I need a field stretching jump ball receiver, bro, on my team. I I, I can't deal with these I can't deal with these other guys, bro. What about Adam Thieland, bro? Is he is he a field stretching jump ball receiver?
1: Oh yes. Adam Thielen is all you need
0: receiver. (laughs) All purpose. You just keep feeding Adam Thielen. triple, yeah. t- Bro, you could probably send Jonathan Mingo down the field. He'd drop a pass. <laughs> Wide open. open. <laughs> Everybody's just on Adam Thielen. Jonathan Mingo just has no one on him. He might drop it. Bro overruns the ball. <laughs> bro, like, he's so sick.
1: Bro gives up on the play. He's got um, to. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's is not going to get probably as much money as... You know, um, he would have when he was a little bit younger because he is getting older in age. But he's still going to get a bag from whatever team signs him because he's Derek freaking Henry, man. He had back-to-back 2,000-yard rushing um seasons. So it's not like he's a bum or anything. He's one of the best running backs in the league. So he's going to get a lot of money. Hopefully, it's not from the Cowboys. But, um, yeah, Derek Henry's going to get a lot of money. Saquon Barkley's in line for a big payday. If the Giants let him walk, they are idiots because Saquon Barkley is a, one of the best running backs in the league and he deserves his money and he's the reason why that team's always competing because if it's not for Saquon Barkley that team is always trash
0: yeah you have,
1: let me go ahead and talk about some quarterbacks you got Tua he's probably gonna get a bag he's probably gonna get a lot more money than he deserves but Tua's gonna get a bag from the Miami Dolphins Trevor Lawrence can get a bag I think he's also gonna get a lot more money than he deserves But Trevor Lawrence can get a bag. Baker Mayfield's gonna get a bag. He won a playoff game for them, and they're gonna probably try to sign him for to a long term deal so they can build at other positions. Having a solid quarterback at that position, Jordan Love. They talk about giving him top five quarterback money. Um, I think that'd be cool. You know, um, Jordan Love. He did play really great, and you know he's played really great in his first year starting. So I definitely think that given more time to develop a little bit more you know getting more game action he'll be a lot better and that's crazy to say you know he just went he just lost by how much four points to the um San Francisco 49ers the number one seed in the divisional champion uh divisional round so i definitely think that Jordan Love's going to earn his money and he deserves that top 5 paycheck right now
0: yeah bro and I want to talk about my trench guys real quick, bro. You got Josh Allen on the Jacksonville Jaguars. He, for for how bad this team ended up playing down the stretch, I want to say that he, he backed up a strong 2022 season with an even better 2023 season. He got career highs and quarterback pressures and sacks. He had 90 quarterback pressures and 19 sacks on the year. And he's been better every year he's been in the league. I'm pretty sure whenever he was a rookie he had 10 and a half eleven sacks and just him being able to always win his pass pass rush i don't i always stutter with that but um it's just stuff like that bro he's he's gonna get paid especially if especially if they want to keep him in um jacksonville because i'll take him in carolina <laughs> you feel me feel
1: you, feel and then
0: you me. also got guys i don't know where he's gonna go if he leaves But I also have Brian Burns. And honestly, (laughs) if he leaves, we could pay him.
1: But will he auto?
0: I don't know. Because, like, even he said, like, Mm -hmm. they have the Panthers have other stuff they have to worry about. But I mean, it really just depends on what's best for him. I mean, he he's had some games where he's had zero sacks this year and it's just like it's just infuriating, bro. 'Cause it's like I, I get that I get that you're here and we we got you so early in the draft and we want you to be great. But it's like whenever you're getting dogged by the backup, <laughs> it's like bro, ain't nobody really cares. He, he doesn't get dogged by a backup, but like he at least I would think he would at least get like at least a sack a game. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And then one guy I feel like would we'll definitely get a payday this year, who's been one of the best corners in the league this year, LeJarius Sneed. Oh, yeah. And he's basically, over his first few seasons, he's lined up a slot. But now he's, like, really getting, like, him at everything he does. He can line up on the outside, inside. It really don't matter. And he showed it throughout the whole year. And he's very, a very hard corner to get by. I'll say that. So I got that. You got any? You got any other guys that you want to talk about?
1: No, nope, we talked about pretty much everybody.
0: All right, you want them with that? We're gonna go ahead and get into our AFC and NFC championship picks. We have the Chiefs and the Ravens. We have the Forty Nine ers versus the Lions. There's, a, I, I want you to, I want you to turn me up. Who, who you got for both games? Yeah.
1: All right, first game: Kansas City, Baltimore. I want Baltimore. I want Lamar put it on for my city. Big
0: trust, you already I put know. On, how you roll put it. My city, oh, on, on my plot. city. I put on, on, on my city. Let's oh, go. They gotta put my whole life. They gotta put us in the hype video. How will you respond,
1: Lamar? Lamar,
0: they said you're a running back. They said
1: you can't <laughs> throw the ball downfield. They said make him stay in the pocket. How will you respond, Lamar? How will you respond? Someone make that an edit. Someone make an edit <laughs> right now,
0: <laughs> Lamar.
1: But yeah, I they have a said. Lot of-
0: they said, you're running back. They said, you don't deserve this. They said, you can't beat Kermit the Frog. They said, you can't make it past the second round. How will you respond, eight?
1: Big truss.
0: <laughs> yee, yee.
1: But yeah, I definitely think, Uh, I just think that Baltimore is going to, um, I think the roster is just better overall. You know, they do, like Patrick Mahomes only do so much and the way that the Baltimore Ravens roster is constructed right now, they can beat you in the air right now. They can beat you on the ground. Their defense is going to come attack you. So I just think Baltimore is going to be a little bit too much to handle for Kansas City, you know. Mm. Um, San Francisco, Detroit, I think San Francisco is going to take the cake. Detroit, I really hope y'all do win. But I saw the script. I know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> Baltimore is playing San Francisco. And we're going to hear so much about Brock Purdy going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be so frustrating and annoying. It's going to make me want to just turn off all socials. But I'm, I'm ready for it. You know, San Francisco is a good team. They have a really great defense. They have great weapons all around the ball. So even if Brock Purdy playing bad, you know, Christian McCaffrey's probably going to take the game over again. And then um help Brock Purdy, you know, not take as much heat as he should. So yeah. that's who I have I have Baltimore San Francisco
0: winning their games. For me, I'm going to start off with the Ravens and the Chiefs. going to play this game at M&T Bank Stadium. and for me bro, bro, the NFL don't want the NFL don't want Lamar to win. and that's exactly what we're going to see at MIT Bank Stadium. I think the Chiefs go in there and win that game. Not that I want the Chiefs to go in there and win that game. I need Lamar. I need Lamar to put on for my C and bro. I need him to do this for my community.
1: I don't think I can handle Kansas City
0: Super Bowl right now. (laughs) Bro, I I don't think I can either. But the way that we've basically counted out Kansas City the whole year, whenever Mahomes gets into the playoffs, he's a different animal. And they're such a well-coached team, and you've seen that throughout the playoffs. 'Cause you'd think okay, like he's playing some good teams. They didn't look too good in this aspect of the game in the regular season. And they completely changed that around in the postseason. And we were just talking about LeJarius Sneed. You're gonna see you're gonna see him try to guard Zay Flowers this week. And I feel like that's gonna be a matchup to where it's gonna be a good matchup. But how is that going to affect how what well, Lamar does with the ball? Are they going to run the ball a lot? The Chiefs have a good run defense. They have a good defensive line. Nick Bolton right there in the middle. It, hopefully it's a good game. I think it's a close game. I'm going to go ahead with the Chiefs. And then for the second game, I got the Lions and the 49ers. I think the 49ers go win this game. And it's really just because I, I feel like Lions are just such a young team. I think – Still still a young team, and I know that they're in the NFC Championship this year, but this is this is literally the point where the 49ers want to be in this position, they didn't want to play anybody else but the Lions in this position. You feel me? So for them, they're like, Okay, the Ravens beat these guys 38 to 6 in like week eight. So why can't we do the same thing? And they're gonna get ready for them. Frank Ragno might not play. He got beat up so bad this week. So they're definitely going to try to do some real stunts on the um defense this week. 49ers have done some really good stunts this year, especially in the postseason. They, they would get a lot of people with that, especially if Frank Ragno doesn't play. I can see that definitely happening. And I'm going to go ahead and go with the San Francisco 49ers. And that's about all, all we have for the episode. You tuned in last week, I wanna say thank you. If you're tuned in you stay for the whole episode, I wanna say thank you too. So hopefully I, I know me and Jerry's have combated with our predictions over the over the last two weeks and it's gonna happen again. I am I'm, I'm gonna text him, I'm gonna be like, Bro, I told you so. Or he's gonna text me, I'm be like, you. Bro, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I be I'm gonna say I'm going to told you so. I'm gonna be right. Exactly. And then you might just text me, you hate me for no reason. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that, that's a bit all we have. Thank you all for tuning in, Jerry. You got something to say?
1: Yeah, man. Um, Nelson Aguilar finna be put on for Philadelphia. You know, for um, Baltimore Ravens flock. Nelson Aguilar game against Kansas City. Nelson Aguilar two hundred receiving yards, five tutties, six on the ground too. Um, <laughs> um please, Lamar,
0: prove me wrong, Lamar.
1: <laughs> um, San Francisco, watch out. Philadelphia Eagles legend Zach Ertz is on Detroit now, and he's gonna go over there and bro, have 800 yards 12 touchdowns. That's generational
0: ring chasing. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> Don't worry about it, bro. Bro, look, <laughs> look, but he's Philadelphia. He's a Philly Philly um Eagle at heart, you know what I'm saying? He could have went to San Fran, got an easier chip, but you know what he said? He said, "Screw San Fran. We I see you... the
0: biggest underdog."
1: Hey, that's Zach. Kurtz. Zach Kurtz. you got to love him, bro. But um oh, you man. know we re- really appreciate y'all. Um, We'll see y'all on Friday if y'all tune in. And if you're not going to tune in on Friday, we'll see y'all next week for more sports. All right. We'll see y'all. I'll see you guys.